Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dynamo Abroad podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Dima, because Alex is... Who knows what Alex is doing? Uh, same goes for Eric. Um, he's gone to, I think, Long Island, which is obviously famous for not having internet access. So that's why he's not with us today. But uh, yeah, we've got Komar here with us today. So how are you, Komar? Yeah, I'm fine. Uh, I'm buzzing. I can't wait the midnight game on Saturday. And I can't wait uh, to cover our mighty win against Lviv. I think every yeah, sports fan weekend. around the world, every sports fan around the world would agree that, you know, they've been waiting all week for this mighty game against two football superpowers. And yeah, we know the one who 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 will. We do, like, we do, unfortunately. Mutual friend from Zakarpatia. We couldn't we couldn't have Max on here with us today, but um if you're listening, Max, uh, it's a big shame. It's a big shame. Um we we yeah, we like we like we're in contact with like probably one of the only English speaking Minai fans and he can't make it but we've had him on before, um, but uh anyway I mean going going into the news it's not been a whole lot really there's not been a whole lot obviously the transfer window is now long closed, um the international break finished not that long ago um and of course as we know Dynamo players and international duty are two different things at, at the moment um but we as we all know the the the, the situation at the club uh, the team's performances i mean you don't need to have coaching badges to see that it's you know it's not good enough and yet lucha surkis my my apologies has seems reluctant to change anything he's uh he's staying put um he hasn't really said a lot i mean i remember he's watching um, the games live he's watching yeah, he's watching i think he always watches the games but i remember i mean under blochin under even like rebrov uh atskevich like when 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 the team was wasn't good enough and when they had a lot of poor performance i think he'd usually come out and say that Especially under Blochin. I remember they had like a big feud at the end of that um of that tenure. But um yeah, right now he's just been I don't I don't remember seeing anything from him. I don't remember seeing anything. And um now Komar, who 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 was one of the managers that we we floated about? Whose name was it? The Dynamo job. Yeah, well, you you actually mentioned the Dutch uh, coach called Patrick van Leuven. And he's doing a pretty good job at Zoria at the moment. And obviously, uh, when there is a manager carousel around uh, a famous club like Dynamo, uh, he must be mentioned because I guess he would be a cheap option and he is already in the UPL. But um, as uh, the journalist uh, Spivakovsky said, so some of you may know him, um, he said that uh, Surkis is clearly not a fan and it's not really because he's a bad coach or something, but Surkis is aware that if he wanted to take him from Zoria, he need to go through even Heller, the Zoria owner. And that's not easy. I can imagine they don't like each other. It's possible. And the other one is Vadim Shabli. Uh, who is apparently an agent of Van Leuven. So um, um, we all know that most of the transfers in Ukrainian football happen only because Shabli wants them to happen. And uh, almost uh, nothing happens without his blessing. So I think we can close that chapter and look for someone else so probably next episode we'll be covering some different name and uh, we'll see about that what, what will happen with that yeah and i mean you mentioned chablis and i mean seems a bit hypocritical really considering half our squad probably wouldn't even be here if their agent wasn't chablis i mean how many of these players they they, they got moves they got moves to dynamo literally only because he's their agent I think that's a good chunk, a, a third, I would say, if not more. Um, but yeah, I mean, that, that, if if he doesn't get along with the with the owner, although speaking of which, didn't they have that really 
separ owner a few years ago. What was I don't even remember his name. Rafael or, some, or something. Oh, yes, it. yes. He turned yeah. out to be a Vatnik with a surprise. Well, that, uh. well, he's like on another level of Vatnik. In my, in, in, if I remember correctly. But yeah, um, so no Van Leuven. Although, I mean, I'm not saying he'd be my first choice, but probably wouldn't be any worse than what we have now. But I mean, I don't want to sound like a broken record, but, you know, once again, if he doesn't, if the managers doesn't receive the tools to, you know, expand his own football vision and he just gets uh, Chablis transfers like um, well we'll get into them actually a bit later but um, I'm sure you all know the kind um, that nothing will happen um, but anyway um, moving on I'd, I'm not sure there's really a whole lot of other news apart from the the, the super important news that Verbić uh, went to the zoo with his son Um but uh, anyway, yeah. did we talk about uh, the interest that Dynamo and Wagstaff had into some Ruhlview trio? Oh, really... oh, yes, yes, I, I did see that. I believe there's a Ruhlview, um, there's a Ruhlview center back, I believe. Yes, Lubek, I see. Yeah, him, him, and but apparently he just said that you know he knows about it, but it's just you know it's just rumors, which is you know fair enough. Well, to say it fair enough um but you know what it, it would be i mean it would be the biggest violation if if he actually rejected us and i'm <laughs> i'm i'm, I'm unfor- unfortunately i've got to say that i wouldn't actually be extremely surprised if that happened at this rate i wouldn't be yeah. you know i wouldn't be comp- totally shocked um but We'll we'll have to see where that goes. I mean, they've got a decent academy, although most of their academy players are just taken from Carpate, um, the original Carpate. Um, but moving on, um, last weekend, I believe it was on Saturday, was it? I don't even remember at this point. Yeah, <laughs> last weekend. Anyway, we'll we'll, we'll leave it at last weekend. That doesn't really matter. Uh, we played. Dynamo played uh, Poyev Kalviv, bottom of the league Poyev Kalviv, uh, even even more so now, um, away. Uh, I believe this was at... Um, what was it? Skif, Skif Stadium. Skif, Skif, yeah. yeah, Skif. I was going to say Skif, but I wanted to double check. Yeah, so Dynamo played um, Lviv uh, 2-0 away at the Skif Stadium and... Uh, I mean, I mean, wait, wait until you hear this shocking news, right? The two goals came from Dynamo strikers, not centre backs, not wing backs, not goalkeeper, not as usual anyone but the strikers. But Vanat scored, and Ramirez scored. Um, I mean, it's good to see Vanat get a goal. I've I've been saying he needs a goal, um, you know, and it's come against you know bottom of the league side really, but um. I mean, a goal's a goal, right? So we, we'll hope that he finds some form. And Ramirez, he's scored his first goal for Dynamo since uh, 2021, it would be, when he literally just signed. Um, yes. So, yes. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I was thinking that I would never see Ramirez in a in a Dynamo shirt again. I'm, I'm, I'm honestly surprised that he came back. But, you know, fair enough to the guy. Um the starting lineup was was nothing special when you when you think about it. I mean, normal, normal back four and goalkeeper. Um, Dubinchaka left back. I thought Vivcherenko was uh, has been having has been in not in the worst form, but he went with Dubinchak. Um, Lonveik Sidorchuk um, with Bujalski, um suspended. He went with Tsarenko in attacking midfield and. Uh, the Ukrainian name are Shepilev on the wing and uh, the Nigerian Messi Benito on the right wing and uh, Vanad, who um who started saying so, you know, a pretty typical lineup, really. Uh, and uh, the final thing I'll say before I let Komar do the talking is from the highlights, Shepilev actually looked like a threat for once, um, which is yeah, he was which is more notable on the pitch than Kabaev. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it has to be said. Although, although that bar isn't exactly high, as we all know. But um, another thing, I mean, I've heard that Tsarenko was kind of quiet, but in from the highlights, 
he looked really good in position. So so tell us more about the match then, uh, Komar. Well, I also noticed that uh, Sarenko was uh, pretty quiet, to be honest. Um, most of the, of the attacks were through the wings. <laughs> so that's what I noticed. And actually, uh, like, Shepelyev's crosses actually uh, found Vanat sometimes. So that, that was... Uh, and that was refreshing. So overall, the the, the shape of the game was like um, the review by no means. They didn't press and they didn't even try to cause problems for Dynamo in the midfield. So it's uh, it's very surprising, but yeah. Yeah. and Lonveig dominated. Shock. <laughs> Absolute shock. Against, against the last team in the UPL. Uh, but the goals came in the second half. Where I had to say that uh, Vanat had a couple of different, decent chances, but they weren't like 100% chances. So he was allowed to, I know, miss them or being denied by a keeper. He looked good overall in this game. And the goal, and uh, the goal was pretty, um, I know, fine because it was from a set piece and it was from like some, uh, some play they rehearsed on training. So it was like a. Uh, marked shot and then and then Vanat scored like uh, with a not not that really uh, not really strong shot very technical so so that was refreshing and also it was a free kick was, wasn't it yeah 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 it was um, was well, so good for him uh, he, maybe he'll get back his confidence but I don't know if it's all about confidence mostly it's all about uh, the passes he gets or the passes he won't get because yeah. uh, you only have so many chances you are given. So. Saying that though, I mean he has had a few chances. We we've got to be honest. He's not like it's not like it's not like do you remember when Supriaha he went on a huge goal trap. But the thing is, he just wasn't getting service at all. I think he's he's not had a lot of service. Don't get me wrong, but I think he has had the odd chance here or there. Not enough, but you know. It is what it is. Um, but yeah, good to see him score. Uh, yeah, well, so final points would be, okay, the Dynamo won, but I won't say it's uh, like a breakthrough or anything. Or anything. Uh, no, listen, it's, yeah. uh, uh, it's, it's a bottom joke of the club right now. Bottom of the league. They sacked, uh, they sacked the previous manager. Now the Smertne is back. I know why. Okay. That's that's their thing. I don't care actually. Uh, it's possible that if they get relegated, they will be uh, disbanded. So, well, <laughs> I won't be crying about it. Um, well, so yeah, three points. Not exactly a convincing game, but uh, three points nonetheless. I mean, yeah, it would have been a uh, very worrying if we failed to get three points, even against Bayevka Lviv. Um, about Besmertny, I remember if it, um two years ago, two seasons ago, um when we won the league, I remember they beat Shakhtar, and that was just that was hilarious. Three two, or, right? So, I think so it was like three two, and it was just yeah. oh, that was funny. Oh, there were there were better times. There were better times. <laughs> Yeah, um, exactly. that was yeah, and that was with Besmertny. I I can't see them doing that this this season. They've got tell you what they've got, Esola or Esola. I'm sorry, I'm not sure how to pronounce. It. And they've got Ribka in goal as well. So it's a pretty random team to be honest. Ribka is he's been around for years and years and years, but he's only thirty five. Like that's not super old. Yeah, he started young, I guess. He's just, he's been, he's been like, he's been kind of around the first choice goalkeeper since like 2008, I want to say, or thereabouts, or or 09, when he was, when he was starting at Dynamo. That, you know, it's crazy to think, but yeah, I mean, yeah, time to get relegated with this, with this club. Um, But yeah, I mean, that's pretty much as much, that's pretty much everything we can say. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't remember who said that, but someone nick, nicknamed them Ukrainian Nottingham Forest, right? Because of the <laughs> signings they made in the winter. Oh, yeah. Well, well, like 10 new players. Well, huge, huge difference they've made. Um, God, I, I remember um, 
I forgot that Rubka played in um where where was it? Did, did, didn't he play in oh now I'm thinking of another player, but he well, he played in Turkey really briefly. Right? Um that like literally last season. I forgot about that. Um anyway, enough about him because who cares? Um anyway, <laughs> so that's um that's that's the PF Kalviv dealt with um again would have been concerning um did did it happen would it have happened otherwise but we now move on um saturday the 8th um the namo versus menai at home uh, once again we don't have someone that could properly um really really preview this for us and analyze their his own team but um, what we can say is that they're not actually in the relegation zone. I, I'm not sure how. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to say, I'm not sure how Midnight aren't in the relegation zone. But they, yeah, they always do that, right? <laughs> I've, yeah, I don't understand how they keep doing it year after year. But um, they're not in the relegation zone. They are 12th. Um, I mean, we, we're going to have to see w- w- what happens, aren't we? I mean... Again, are you expecting anything other than... I'm not saying I'm confident we'll get a win, but we should be winning this, right? We should be winning this, purely on paper. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not really familiar with uh, what are the strengths of Minai. Uh, I only saw the the ending of the last game against Inholets, and it was the best commercial that the Minai defense could... Right, could right. See. Uh, could make like ever so <laughs> for, for those of you who didn't see this goal just do it because it's it's it was so ridiculous that uh, I, I have no words to describe this and there were even some allegations that this game was fixed but uh, doesn't seem likely to be honest uh, well it wouldn't be a huge shock would it um but I mean, the thing about Manai is they they seem to be a club that you know that then they're not exactly the richest, should we say? But I kind of want to say that they don't. They're not just like a anything goes club. Like they sort of try and play their own football, like at least try. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? Like they're not they're not just bouillie. You know, they just kind of you know they mm-hmm. actually try to play a system and they kind of have this philosophy, if you will, of Zakarpatian players. Um, which is, you know, it's better than, you know, it is better than some of the other stuff we've seen. Um, uh, yeah, um, and they, they are really good in boxing against Russians. So, <laughs> yeah, and, there we go. The... Yeah, there we go. So they're already more useful. I kind of like them because of that. So. Yeah, no, <laughs> no big, them, big them up for that. Um, I okay, hope... I'm looking at the squad list, to be, to be honest. And, Do you know what? Uh, I was just I was just looking through a few highlights from a few years ago. Do you remember when Milevsky played for them? That was so yeah, and I don't think he even scored for them. He was terrible <laughs> at that. He was so finished. He was like, I can't believe he was still playing football. Like if you look at him now, I can't believe he was playing football only two years ago. It looks like the guy's been retired for like ten years, which he, he pretty much has been. He pretty much has been retired for the past ten years, but um. Somehow he's kept playing football for it. Um, but there will be no Seleznyov. There will be no um, uh, uh, Milevsky. No idea how his name escapes me because I was just talking about him. But I mean, we, we can't, we can't, they can't, you know. There's not any point in giving a proper big tactical analysis here because, you know, Minaya are just going to be looking to play on the counter. Um, they, I, I, I think they do have a few, you know, quick players. I, I might be wrong here, but uh, from, from what I remember, they have a few quick players that can run at us. I think judging, again, purely judging of what Max says um, in the chat, I think Minaya have real finishing problems. Uh, so, oh, yeah, they do. Yeah, he he's always like, oh, how have we missed that? How has Minai not scored there? So, um, that you know can't be a great sign, but it's Dynamo, so you know, it, it, anything yeah, so... anything can happen. Um, but I mean, we can, I mean, we might as well give a quick preferred eleven. Um, in goal, I yeah, guess we'll go with, in goal we'll go with Nesheret. I mean, there's no real alternative. I think Bushan is back, but I mean. 
as far as I'm concerned, there's no real reason to rush him into the team, especially against Manai. Right back, I mean, it's all trash versus garbage here, isn't it? I mean, uh, I mean, who would you go with? Well, <laughs> um, I would include Ball, but I don't think he's match fit. Uh, but so, well, is he not more I of don't... a centre back though? Uh, are you mean the centre back or the right? Midfield? I mean, right, but right, right back. Uh, right back, yeah. So, uh, well, <laughs> no, I think. No, nah, do you see I, what I mean? Do you see the thing is? Yeah, because no real. Uh, what's what's up with Tim Chick anyway? I don't know, but I think he came off the bench a few games ago. But I mean, he he just Luchesco does just doesn't seem to rate him, which is, I mean, it's safe to say that he's not good enough. Like the guy can just run, and that's about it. But um. I mean, Karavayev is not exactly Kafu, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, he was actually I, terrible I, against Lviv, so... <laughs> well, Kyle me shocked after that England <laughs> game. But um, I'm surprised that Timchik's actually got 12 Ukraine caps. It does not feel that much at all. Well, um, I mean, uh, he got a couple, but 12. Like, yeah, maybe well, he's, uh... played five, he's played four times in the Nation League. Five times yes, in the World Must Cup. be Petrakov, right? Uh well he he debuted uh under Shevchenko. Yeah. Um I think so. And he played he came off the bench a few times for Shevchenko, but yeah, most of yeah, most of his goals, uh, sorry, appearances have been under Petrakov. That is correct. Yeah, so I honestly I didn't know what happened to him when he started. He was a good prospect, then I guess injuries just Got him. I mean, listen, it's like I said, you know, he's for Upel, he's decent enough. But I mean, so many times, how many times have we seen him make a run, right? He runs half the pitch only to give the world's worst pass across. That kind of just sums <laughs> him up, you know. Uh, run halfway across the pit, halfway up the pitch just to smash the ball, you know, to no one in particular. Um, but anyway, I, I would actually, I would actually, if he's fit, I would actually say start him because I mean, why not? You know, give him some match fitness. Um, <clears throat> but I mean, I don't think it makes a huge difference. Um, center backs, I mean, it, it's just going to be Popov and Yachuk, isn't it? I mean, I agree. I would like, I, I agree, like. Like you just said, I, I wouldn't mind to see Bol. Um, but unfortunately, we haven't really seen a lot of him. So, you know, the chances of him, you know, starting are quite low, I think. Yeah. Especially because there's no really a floor for rotation right now. So, uh, um, yeah, yeah. Pro- I mean... Probably will be the best, the same uh, pair until the end of the season. Probably. Probably. I mean, left back, uh, I'd prefer to see Vicharenko, personally speaking. Um, but I have a feeling he's just going to go with Dubinchak again. Well, uh, it's hard to say why he prefers one over the other, because uh, at the beginning of uh, this part of the season, Vicharenko started, because he was clearly better in the mid-season break. Absolutely, yeah. And now he just got dropped in favor of Dubinchak because I don't know. It's not like he gives his Who reasons knows? on the presses. So no, no, not <laughs> at all. I mean, half the time we're just left scratching our heads. But um, I mean, the the the, the thing is, it, it it probably doesn't make a huge difference, right? But I would say I I, I do rate um with Sharankov slightly higher, um. Midfield, I mean, it's just gonna be. I would like to see Ramadani on this in this game. I mean, if there's yeah, a where game, is he, right? <laughs> right, right. I mean, we signed this guy and he's not even come off the bench. I mean, it, it, things like this just make my brain hurt. But um, it's probably gonna be Sudorchuk and Lonvik in midfield. I've yeah. no real problems with with that. Um, through gritty would you like team. to see? Uh, continue is Shapiri of continuing on the left wing, or uh, because I don't think Diallo will be <laughs> available on. I mean, no. more than once until the end of the season. 
because he's always on the Senegalese youth teams or something, or resting or whatever. I, I have no idea, but yeah, it's probably going going to be Shapleyev. I mean, why not give Voloshin a chance? Like, I know he didn't play the best, but I mean, Kabayev's been playing like shit all season. He still persists with him. Do you know what I mean? So, um, I mean, I would have liked to see Voloshin play. Um, I mean, I think Bujanski is still is still out. Is yeah, that's the last game of the suspension, I believe. Right, right. Um, so it's going to be Sarenko again, which I have no problem with that, to be honest. I have no problem with Sarenko playing. Um, on the right wing, this is kind of a difficult one because... I mean, Benito is not very good, is he? Let's just, you know... I mean, he no. would be good enough for Minai, to be honest. Okay, yeah, okay, he's he's good enough for Minai, but you know, we we you know, he's not a long, he's not a serious long term option, is he? Although none none of them yeah. are. Um, the striker for the best transfer ones. of Mihailovchenko era. Well, Benito. we'll go we'll get on to that. Not not that there's a huge not that there's a huge choice, um, but we, I mean, we've sort of got a striker dilemma here because. I mean, it's probably going to be Vanat. Ninety percent is going to be Vanat, but Ramirez also scored. I mean, I would start. I would start Vanat, but if Ramirez scored, there's sort of a reason behind that as well. Um, but yeah, um, not much I would else. Also can start Vanat. Hey, honest. listen, maybe he'll, maybe a brick will fall on his head and he'll he'll accidentally play the wrong lineup and he'll actually change it for us and play two strikers. Um, no, no chance of that happening. More chance of me winning the lottery no. than him <laughs> playing a different formation for once. But um, yeah, I mean that that is probably going to be um, that's probably going to be the lineup. Um, now, the, now that we've kind of said everything, um, everything we can really about the, these two games against relegation sides, um, we kind of mentioned. Um, Benito, um, that he's not really a long-term option, um, and that you know there's a, there's a lot of these a lot of these transfers that they they come in and half a year a year later they're obsolete already. Like we're already looking to move them on. Um, so I I was wondering, uh, is there any way we can kind of have a look at the transfers over the past few years? Now we're not going to look at the you know. The frankly grand transfers under Blochin, um, you know the kind of uh, if Real Madrid's Galacticos had an equivalent, then the thirteen fourteen transfers would be the equivalent, the Dinamo equivalent. Because I mean, uh, well, to to put it simply, we're not going to see um, anything like that again for the time being. Um, However, we can still have a look at some of the other transfers. Now, we can start looking at from kind of the, the beginning of the um, Rebrov season, right? Um, so, as we know, we had Tremulinas on our, um, on our books, and then he was sold. So, we brought in um, uh, the, the legendary Vittorino Antunes, now, how how would you rate this guy's? Uh, how would you have rated this guy's time at Dynamo? Well, um, well, to be honest, uh, yeah, he was pretty good. But uh, as I mentioned, my like the best highlight of his uh, uh, playing career at Dynamo was the Everton goal. Absolute wow! And. Uh, uh, by far. Apart from that, I think I remember him not much from his defending, which no, he was had probably good enough him. for UPL. He was very good in attacking. He had a mistake in him in his defense there. Well, let's get that, you know, let's get that straight. Um, but yeah, I mean, going forward, he was definitely a lot better than defending. Would you um, believe he was bought for six million euros? I mean, that sounds about right, to be honest, for what he was. I mean, we bought him from Malaga, who... I don't yeah. think they were a bad club at the time, to be honest with you, for in La Liga. I think they were falling off because they were right falling off. But I don't, I don't final. think they were. I don't think they'd fallen off yet, though. I think they were still sort of a you know kind of respectable club. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, I would give him kind of a six, six and a half out of ten, seven out of push. You know? Yeah, I, I would agree. I think not, not, a, not a spectacular transfer, but I think you know he he didn't weaken the team. Um, the other, but the other player, um, defensive player. This one's, I mean, a, a lot of people have probably forgotten about this, but. Betao, who actually played more under Yuri Somin, was for some reason brought back for like, I think it was literally half a year. I think he was brought in in the winter and um, literally just as defensive cover. And I mean, he literally came in for six months, won the league and pissed off wherever. Um, so, I mean, there's nothing else to say. I mean, I'll probably just give him a six because he, he literally came, helped us win the league and, and left. What else can what else is there to say? He actually he didn't even play in the league. I see he played only I think he the, played in the uh, cup or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh exactly, exactly. And oh we won the cup as well, didn't we, that that season? Yes, yes. Exactly. Probably. So I mean there there we go. Absolute legend. Um now the other one won. Uh we've Kind of talked about him a lot, funny enough, lately. And it's Lukas Teodorczyk. Now, I mean, what would you, how would you summarize his time at Dynamo? Because it kind of started fast and then kind of fell off. I would say. Also, I see his statistics right now. He had forty-two games played, uh, sixteen goals, and two assists. Uh, I actually saw one of his goals live. I was uh, at the. Karpaty Lviv versus Dynamo Kyiv on Ukraine Stadium. I, I think it was uh, some round of Ukrainian Cup. So basically, he scored uh, not a really dirty goal, not, not a, like a side for Sarais uh, in the fourth minute, and then nothing happened throughout the game except uh, Karpaty Ultras uh, like pyro show. So that, <laughs> that's my. That's my life experience of Lukas Teodorczyk. But I think, like considering the the quality of of the Dynamo strikers in recent years, he was one of the better ones. I agree. I would agree with that. I think, but well, once again, we we can't, you know, we can't delude ourselves and say he's much more than a, you know, like a six, six and a half. Once again, you know, um, but. There we go. That's the 15-16. We're going back. That was the 14-15. So we're going back quite a bit. Now we'll we'll cover very quickly Radosav Petrovic, if anyone remembers <laughs> him. Uh was really random, to be honest with you. Like a really random transfer. From Partizan, right? But uh... uh no, he actually came from uh Gen Bir Birligi or Genschler Birligi. Okay, I'm so not sure from, from Turkey. Um uh, I think he stayed what like I think he literally stayed for one season and then he um and then he left. And I think he was actually sold for a profit, which which isn't saying much because he's a free transfer, but I mean five oh, out of ten, goodness. literally just literally just cover. Um then we, again another player who we funnily enough talked about not too long ago, uh Yakovenko, who uh, yeah, I realized that we didn't mention him by name when he, when we talked. This, the, okay, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Was exactly. So now, now okay. we'll finally we'll finally talk about him. He was he was twenty eight <clears> when he came to us, and of all clubs, we got him from Fiorentina, which is just really bizarre to be honest. I can't imagine he was like a huge part of their team. Um, so I mean, I think he played like four times for us, probably. That's my guess. Um, and they would be like a four or five out of ten, would you say? Um, yeah, I think he would be like a Fedorchuk type transfer. <laughs> now, yeah, yeah, well, that's the next one. Fedorchuk, I mean, why I don't know. Recently retired, to... exactly, exactly. And he, he he got to the final of the Europa League, I remember that, but I mean, he was his, his best days were behind him. Uh, once he, once he was at Dynamo. Um, now moving on very quickly. Um, right, the next one we'll keep this one very brief. Uh, Junior Moraes, and uh, we're going to give that one a zero. No explanation needed. 
Um, <laughs> now, um, that one had a few more random ones. I mean, had brought back Morozuk. I mean, what a what a fantastic transfer that was. Uh, how many assists did he give to the other team when he crossed the ball into his own box? Do well, you he's like better version Karavayev. Oh, well, he, he, could, he took very good free kicks. I'll give him that. He took very, very good free kicks. No, but how many times? Yeah, does. Do you remember when he just passed the ball into his own box and the opposition striker <laughs> intercepted it and scored? That happened like three or four times with him. But uh, we had Nikita Korzum in that, in that one, which was, I mean, random. Once again, random. Uh, wasn't the worst player, I would say, but he just kind of... Kind of just disappeared. To be honest with you, he still just passed through. Passed through yeah. the club. Went yeah. to Saudi Arabia. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I think Rebrov was managing there at the time, wasn't he? Uh, no, no, it was like uh, he was loaned out to those random clubs. Oh, was he? And one was like Alpha Tech. Or I, I, I don't really. Remember. I thought that's where Rebrov was, but I might be wrong. Um, but. Yeah, I mean, long, long gone. Uh, yeah, it's possible. Okay, I yeah, think, no, I no. think, I think he was. I think that's what it was. Um, now the next season, I mean, the sixteen, seventeen, some really poor transfers here. I mean, we've got Tamash Kader, we've got Alexander Gladki, uh, great player he was for us. Artem Romov, um, and Alexander Pantic, um. Yeah, I mean, not the not the best selection of players, is it? In terms <laughs> of Dynamo, in terms of Dynamo history, and that's kind of the kind of transfers that Rebrov was given. So, I mean, we got to say it's no wonder that things did work out. Um, next one, yeah, well, exactly, exactly. No wonder, no wonder. The next one's sort of interesting, right? Because we, so Husev sort of retired and left. And then he came back again. Like, do you remember that? When uh, yeah, just like uh, this call style. Yeah, exactly. Similar thing. But like, he just looks so so off the pace. Um, that that season, like, and I think his last game was against Shakhtar when he when we won two one. I think that was his last game, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, it could be, but um. Next one, uh, th- this one I'd completely forgotten about, and I think most others as well. Ruslan Rotan, right? So we are in. moving on to Hatskevich. Yeah, this, oh. this is Hatskevich now, because as, as we oh, said... Oh yeah, the next one, listen to it. Yeah. Carlos Zambrano. Yes. Peruvian yes. International. Yes, exactly, exactly. Uh, I think, yeah, he was signed from Rubin Kazan, right? Great club to do business with. Congratulations, exactly. Surkis. But... um. Yeah, I mean, he had like a, quite a bad reputation in terms of his attitude. He just ne- he never even played for us, right? Um, yeah. We signed Shabanov from the from Olympic Donetsk, which I forgot that. Rest club in peace. Just, yeah, I forgot about that club. To be honest with you, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, signing a twenty-five-year-old defender from Olympic is it's not really the kind of ambitious but signing. It wasn't but... the worst idea at the time because because of. Those transfers that were mentioned earlier, the Dynamo yeah. center backs were just terrible. So yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he was wasn't just... too. He wasn't the worst. He was quite crap. Remember his left back performance against yes, Barcelona? Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> he he was playing like prime Marcelo, overlapping and stuff. That was that was mental. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, Rotan. All I remember was he got sent off. I think it was against. Was it against Veras? He got sent off, and it cost us the game. And then we literally missed the league only by a few points that season. I think I think it was against Veras, but I'm not sure. But I remember. Wasn't that the season we lost the league because Surkis didn't want to go to Manipur? Yeah, yeah, but we, yeah, but there, there was there was that, but there was also the fact that we 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 bottled a three nil win against Zurea. That that's that added something to do with it. Um. Mm-hmm. And there was this game against, um, yeah, Veras, uh, where he got sent off and we lost 3-1. Um, 
Um, and that was the end of his career. And Burda also got sent off. And I think this was one of the... I think this is one of the games where Morozuk, as I mentioned, where he crossed into his own box and the other team scored off it. I'm pretty sure that was one of the games. But anyway... Um, no, when you were saying about two red cards, I uh, recalled the Gengam game in Europa oh, League. Oh, one of those was just stupid. Uh, one of them was never a red. Okay, but let's go back to it. One. So uh, you wanted to mention, I guess, Tomasz Kędziora and Josip Piwaric, right? I mean, yeah, but they're just kind of, you know, what we're looking for is random, right? But some, of, but I guess those ones did make sense. I mean, they were both internationals at their respective, um, uh, their national teams. So they weren't the worst transfers. I think yeah, Piwaric yeah. as well. I think he wasn't the best, but, you know, injuries kind of... Um, Injuries kind of took the toll on him and uh, McCall and Co. started playing every game. I think that's kind of when it started. You know, we just started playing McCall mm-hmm. and Co. every single game, regardless of transfer. Um, but that was it, really, in terms of um, 17 18. Now, 18 19, where we made the brilliant move to sign Supriaha for a ton of money um, from the Persia Liha, Niprodin, uh, turned out really well. We really splashed the cash on this. Mind you, for our standards this season, we signed Sid Clay, didn't work out. We signed Cheche, didn't work out. I think he wasn't even that bad though. I, I kind of like Cheche, and I think he's done quite well since um since leaving us. Doyle, yeah, he's like a pre long big, pre long big. I would say exactly. I thought I thought it was quite good to be honest. I liked Cheche. Of course, our PE teacher didn't agree, but anyway, less said about that. Um, okay, so the I, other one was Vitor Bueno. Oh my lord, him, yeah. Yeah, well, that was only a loan, but he just never played for us. I mean, I think he did a couple of times, but like barely got a chance. And I think I remember him like he paid to actually term like he literally paid to have his loan terminated. So that <laughs> that says a lot, doesn't it? Um, we signed Duelund in the summer and Bear. Right. <laughs> well, that was it. We'll, we'll get on to that one. But I mean, Dwellund mm. was literally, he was, I think he was literally considered a top talent at the time. And with us, I mean, this is what we do with technical players, right? This is what we do. But in in fairness, he did get a bad injury that season. But um, yeah, I mean, it's, I'm, I'm quite, I'm quite, it's quite disappointing how the, the whole Dwellund story turned out. Because I think he was actually, you know, I think he was a good talent. You could see it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly, I rated him. I rated he him. Never when he was fit, he never got some any chances. From no, but I remember that one. I remember that one winter camp. Right, he was just scoring left, right, and center and assisting. And then he literally played a few games, but you didn't too, do too badly, and you just never got any other chances. And he was just loaned out, which was, yeah, I mean, it was weird. It was weird. Um, but yeah, like you said, Bransol. Who uh, I think a lot of people was actually quite excited for this transfer because I think he had a really good I think he had a really good record in in the, in the, in the Netherlands and he came in he did quite well he scored he did quite well he got injured and then from then on he was just absolutely terrible like dreadful um, it's kind of a shame but you know when you spend money on a striker that you know doesn't fit your tactics. Um, you know, that's what happens. Um, that was a crap season, by the way, that one. Um, now, the last signing was actually the Pena from this season. And um, again, like, no we one got him a lot last, uh, last couple seconds. of episodes, I think we did. Yeah, yeah. But the, the thing is, I, I mean, no one really expected anything of him, but I thought he actually did exceed those expectations. I mean, there were yeah, no expectations. But um, you know what I mean. Um, I thought he wasn't the worst transfer. Um, now I mean next season, right? This was end of Katskevich, start of Mikhailichenko, right? So in the summer we signed Karavayev, uh, which I mean as cover, he's not the worst player. He's no, he's not good enough to start, but as cover, he's he he's not the worst, right? Um, and we also sent. We signed Kadiri uh, in the summer. Uh, He's still at the club. Yeah. And Jesus Christ. 
I think he might be, you know, I think he might be uh, still on our books, which, I mean, is very sad. Um, and we also signed Gerson uh, because he had a good game against Ukraine. Uh, that's what we call scouting, apparently. He scored for us, so... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he scored that own goal, yeah. Uh, but he did have a really... You can't even say anything because he had such a good game that season. Um, and then in... In the winter, we signed Karagbo Jr., who is, I don't know where he is, and I don't really care, to be to be quite honest with you. Um, and we signed Benito, who is actually still here somehow. Um, but I mean, we can't say much. Can't say much about those two. I mean, Benito just kind of runs around and just runs around. <laughs> I say, is it? There's anything else? Um, and yeah, those. Okay, were... so uh, Carbo plays for Encapelia in Slovenia. Okay, okay, okay. I thought I, I thought I remembered that one. Okay, there we go. Um, and the next one. This was uh, after COVID. This was a really interesting one. Artem Kravets came back for like three days, three four days. Came off the bench. Came off the bench one time and got his contract terminated, which, which was, I mean, that was that was bizarre by any standards. Um, the next one we signed in the summer was Kostevich, who he came from Lech Poznan, and he never played a single game for us. I don't think he even played a friendly for us. Um, and he only left a few months ago or weeks ago, which I'm. Could be weeks. Yeah, it was exactly was a pretty recent one. Exactly right. So, God, here's one. So we also had Tudor Belutse that season. Who, um, I mean, literally all he did was was cost us a win against Ferenc Varos in the Champions League, and I don't think he even played after that. So, you know, another fantastic signing. Um, he was alone, and and he was alone. He was alone. Yeah, but yeah, fantastic strengthening of the squad um oh my goodness all right so this is um so this is we're now heading over to the 21-22 season right well uh, the one after we won the leagues so we've so we're all thinking right you know we've just won the league we can make some signings with the champions league money because we played in it and make some signings strengthen the team uh what do we do we loan out Ilya Shkurin from CSKA Moscow I completely forgot about him, but I mean, I don't know where he came from. Um, but yeah, he was just a potato Bisedin. Yeah, exactly. Honest. He was literally just Bisedin number two, like the Belarusian Bisedin. I kind of liked him as a person, but I mean, as a player, listen, uh, Belarusian Bisedin. We also signed Kulac uh, <laughs> on a free. Uh, we signed Antuch. Uh, for hundred twenty thousand, which is, I mean, you know, you get what you pay for, don't you? Um, we signed Ramirez, who somehow is back at Dinamo, and we signed Vitinho. I think a lot of us were quite excited for, but that's that's the annoying thing is that's what the annoying thing is is that when he started playing, the war started, the invasion started, yep. so he left literally right after he started. I mean. Listen, as 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 far as consequences of that invasion of the invasion goes, this is probably the lightest one. But um, you know, worth bearing in mind. Um, he never really got a chance for us because of that. Um, but you know, uh, that was it in terms of signing. Now we're, we're moving on to this one, right? Um, now we know who we've signed. We've signed Lonveig, Kabayev, per- Paris, and Ramadani, right? Uh, so I guess yeah. I mean, what we can say is that the the overall quality of the sign has just been on a di- downwards curve. I think, I think, mm-hmm. it, I think right now we've kind of. I would rather us sign players like Lonveik and Ramadani than you know Morozuk and Anchuk and all and all this rubbish. Yeah, definitely. This um, this window wasn't as bad. I mean, those two windows. Yeah, but it would it would help us. We actually the sum. It, it would help if we actually played them. Um, but yeah, I mean... And we wouldn't have brought Kabayev, maybe. That would also well, help. 
<laughs> exactly. Well, well, that's one one point two million down the lavatory. Um, no, I guess my question remains right. So we sold to Hunkov. We sold we sold McCallumkov. I I have no idea how we fleeced Everton for twenty million. I'm sorry, I I don't know how they paid for the twenty million for McCallumkov, but I'm very happy that they did. And um, we sold to Barney. So where has this money disappeared off to? Like we, we we're not seeing this money anywhere. Like, what is it being used for? I I, I don't except understand. the gym. Well, the gym, but that's not. <laughs> it probably didn't cost like fifty million, did it? The gym, surely. No. Although I put, if you're Surkis, that probably is what the money went to. Oh yes, we spent fifty all fifty million on this brand new gym. There we go. Be happy with the gym. Um, <laughs> anyway, but yeah, as as always, the money disappears into a black hole. So that can that kind of summarizes our transfers. And I mean, yeah, I hope I hope it's interesting to hear um some of the frankly bizarre signings it's we've we've signed because I mean some some of them just leave me speechless to this day, you know. I, I'm sure with, with many people as well. But I mean, apart from that, I'm not sure there's a lot else we can cover. No, no, it's pretty quiet at the moment. No, no, exactly. Exactly. So yeah, we've got to see what happens this weekend. Uh we've got to see what what the what the end score will be against Manai. Um right now, well that sort of thing now's a good time to kind of bring this to a close. So um uh Komar, how would anyone get into contact with you if they so wanted the, to? And that would be uh Dart Sandwich 96 on Twitter. There we go. There we go. You all heard that. Um, with for the show, you can uh you can find us, DM us on Dynamo at Dynamo Broad or at Dina, uh, or sorry, or Dynamo Broad Podcast at gmail.com. Um and you can find me on at 1927 Dima. Uh although I think I've been blocked by so many Vatniks, I think my my replies have been so deboosted it's it's probably not even worth it anymore. I, I did I I ran the stats and I've been blocked by 300 Vatniks. Um so good good job. Good job. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. But um <laughs> uh there we go. There we go. Right. So until next time, um we'll talk to you probably hopefully when we're in a good mood after uh papering over the cracks with a win against Manai. But until then, we will see you. <laughs>